and welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping by. This is Winged Radicals. I'm Peyton. He's Mike. Hey, everybody. And uh, if you've been listening for a while, we're consciously trying to reduce the time just a little bit on these, make them a little more digestible. So we're going to dive right in here. Says Peyton before an hour-long episode. <laughs> <laughs> so um, everybody's probably heard that it seems like there's a debt deal in place. Um, it's It was agreed to by Biden and McCarthy, and it is now moved. In principle. In principle. And it has moved by the uh, House Rules Committee by a 7-4 to four vote, um, not including two no seven to six vote not including two republicans and not including all four of the democrats on the house rules committee uh for whatever reason because i think i think a lot of democrats are getting ready to vote for it maybe even more democrats than republicans are going to be voting for it in terms of the actual bill that's like a not that's not a like a good thing to happen right like i was reading and doing my research that like typically you you it's like an unspoken kind of unofficial rule where like your shit has to pass by all the people in your party not some bullshit where you as a speaker sneak some shit by with a majority of people on the other side i was reading that this is like a like a not good thing for mccarthy if this goes through with democrats yeah um but at the same time it's like a, what what oftentimes happens is a guy like mccarthy will allow certain members to vote against it provided that he has enough votes to pass it because he knows they're from a district where yeah, you keep their your, hard asses or whatever yeah. and he wants them to win that seat keep your people happy and they can even talk shit about him a little and Pelosi yeah. used to say i don't care as long as we win you can say what you want about me you know what i mean that's a good broad you know <laughs> <laughs> um so I actually the debt like deal though. we've got um you know five things we picked out here to go over um starting with the maybe you might say the most crucial piece here the actual debt reduction if you want to call it that um we're going to continue to accumulate debt over the next um 10 years but uh we're going to accumulate 1.5 trillion less according to the projections by the cbo um agreed we agree here we do that's agree a fact that, that seems um, like a fact yeah how does it save the 1.5 trillion um it keeps the 24 spending flat and it increases the 25 spending by only one percent which is which once again, in learning, you hear that and you're like, oh, it's going to increase 1%. And that's still an increase, but it's less than inflation, which was like an important thing that I read. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. So like in 2025, we as a country will be able to buy less than we can buy today because inflation will go up 2 3 4%, whatever. But our increase has only gone up 1%. So we are now, we can afford less. And in, and, and in 24, it doesn't the change. status quo is less than last year. Right. And, uh, and I, I was looking at some things. And I don't know if I remember, but there was a lot of like um, sort of like welfare type of spending or spending programs that benefit the poor that haven't increased in like maybe a decade or two. Good, man. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not, but it's kind of crazy that you have programs yeah. that are now going way less far. Like there's people that are eligible for certain things like a housing funding, but like they can't get it because there's not there, you know. Right. Um, good. So get your own fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it is going to, you know, this is the part that McCarthy has been kind of trying to champion because, you know, most of your more hard, most of your more hard line um, Republicans are like, oh, this is crap. This is still short. For example, DeSantis is saying, hey, we're still careening off a cliff here. Like we're, we're. 
we're spending DeSantis, the Freedom Caucus uh, co-founder. Yeah, well, the guy that increased the debt ceiling and voted for <laughs> more spending in 2018 under Trump. Right. That guy is is now talking about how well this is. Hang on, hang on. Okay, hang on. Uh oh, that's later. But just okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, you know, this is not very much savings at all. Um, it yeah, it well, is something that you can sort of wave around a bit. It's like and it's say like less it is, spending. But, like I don't know. It's like. I don't know. You go to Target and they're like, you got to spend $75 to save 25 Like, you didn't save dick. Like, you still spent 75 bucks. Like, I feel like that's the situation where we're going to get a gift card at the end, but like, you're still going to lose a bunch of fucking money. Yeah. And it's only, it's only two years. It doesn't like freeze spending for 10. It freezes it for two. It doesn't even raise the debt ceiling. It just suspends it for two right. years. That's another thing. That, so, like, I think the House's original proposal was uh, the, the thing that they passed, right? That, that got sh- shut down in the Senate was a like $1.5 trillion increase of the debt limit pending all these other agreements which got shut down but now this agreement that they've negotiated to is an unlimited spending but the the thing goes back to 31 or it goes back to whatever we've hit in two years yeah it's like we're at 31 and a half and then we spend say we spend five trillion that's our new limit at the end of two years and we got to negotiate again what is clear is this is politics this this really had nothing to do with spending it has nothing to do with anything except for you know mccarthy was never going to be able to just like give biden what he wanted right he had to be like ah we're gonna cut the deficit you know what i'm saying like yeah of course when they had when the republicans had all three houses or excuse me two houses and and uh, the trifecta and the Oval Office, yeah, yeah. they didn't, they didn't do, dick. do dick even before the pandemic. And when we saying? have all three again in 2025, we're not going to do dick, we're, baby. We're probably not going <laughs> to, you know. But that'll be start, a clean debt ceiling for but, all us Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the clean facts are this does save a whopping $1.5 over the course of 10 years, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Number two. They're a reliable and, source, right? Yeah, they're supposed to be yeah, they're bipartisan. Like, they're like the, the people that come out with these real things. Yeah, they, okay. they're about as trustworthy of, a, of an institution that exists. As in, the DOJ or in, the in FBI. The or, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, in all of American government. The CBO nerds can be trusted. Yeah, they're good. Okay, continue. Um, so, what are some other detailed changes you might be wondering? Well, there are a few things dealing with welfare. Um, Fuck your welfare. So... This was one of the more, you know, controversial sticking points you might say of these debates was um, increasing work requirements for food stamps, and so it used to be only people I think like forty nine and under had to have right. these work requirements. Now up to fifty four years old have to, you know, those individuals have to work. Fifty four are excluded, so you now have this bracket of fifty to fifty four range. Now have to work, have to work right. eighty hours. A month, right? So, um, I, or I, go ahead. I would, I would kind of question anyone who listens to come up with a good reason why an able body forty or forty nine or fifty year old shouldn't be working or meeting these requirements. Like, yeah, it sounds like, oh no, we're making people work. That's really bad for some people. But like, also, like, why aren't why the fuck aren't you working? Is like, what's the reason? Yeah, I mean, because if you're um, like disabled or mentally ill, you're excluded. Or from you're this. already right exempt from the work requirement. Yeah, correct. Um, so this is basically this is for people childless, who, able-bodied people. Yeah, people who can work um, should be working. 
I did not have time to look into what those counter arguments might be. I can't think any think of any off the top of my head. I'm sure there's except some. for it's like maybe more paperwork, more things that you have to do to like <laughs> what? file at some government office. It's like more cumbersome. It doesn't oh, maybe well, really impact people's that working, sounds hard. working or not. <laughs> more more paperwork. I, I don't know. That's tough. We should let them, we should just give them free housing. <laughs> no, this is food stamps. Whatever. I mean, this is food <laughs> it stamps. applies to all of it. <laughs> just give it to them. It's yeah. too much paperwork. I'm not butthurt about it. I don't know what. Well, I know that's I one think. of the. I know that's one of the big things that you're. You, we, I think like one of the first things we talked about when we met and started talking about this type of shit was kind of like government help or assistance or whatever and i was always like no fuck it i hate all of it and you were like well like we should like we kind of we're a community we should kind of help people out and stuff so i know this is i think this is one of the things that you and i disagree with a lot on so i was just kind of wondering like i mean i'm not for able-bodied people just choosing right, to work right, right 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 i mean i'm not i don't have an argument for that yeah the policy people i just you know skimmed across some were saying you know this doesn't really have any bearing on changing anything but i don't really know so So i'm not gonna say they um part of this was that i guess they they had tightened up restrictions like the age requirements and maybe you're going to get into other restrictions that they loosened i don't recall which one specifically but i think that they were saying that this was actually going to allow oh oh, like veterans veterans get more um access to this type of thing and and it's going to allow an additional seventy-eight thousand people to claim this benefit so it's actually going to cost another two billion dollars like it's it's going to be more expensive. This yeah, according to the CBO projection, yes, this these food stamps part of the federal government program is going to cost two billion more because they did tighten up the requirements in the age, but they loosened them up in terms of veterans, um, homeless people, homeless people, and yeah. uh, young adults transitioning out of foster care. Oh God! Also, are exempt from the work requirement. So, like as you said, um, seventy-eight thousand more people are going to be eligible. So this is actually going to end up costing more money. So what are your thoughts on, so I guess I'll start mine. I feel that this is still, although it's going to cost more money, I feel like it's going to people that might be more deserving of it. So to me, it's like, all right, you're taking this program and maybe getting it a little bit more towards what it was intended for. And I wonder what your thought is on that. I'm sorry, because I was thinking about my own next point. Yeah. Um, Go ahead with that and I'll... Do you want me to re? Do you want me to re-say what I was saying? Um, because it's, it's on you now. <laughs> I've asked you a question. Okay, I'll circle back. Okay, in the words right. of Super Saki, <laughs> all right, I the got, former I, speak, uh, press secretary. Okay, Jin Saki, um, hot. It sounded um, it sounded racist until now you I'm clarified distracted in another way. <laughs> oh Jesus! Should we just pull Jin up? Saki. Should we just put a picture of her up here? I will for the rest of the show on YouTube when <laughs> on I edit YouTube. that in. <laughs> Spicy rest of the show, Jinsaki. the next 59 minutes are going to be a picture of her. <laughs> so uh, here is, I think, one of the reasons why the work requirement sucks. And to your question, why it's definitely good that your veterans maybe and your young adults coming out of foster care don't have to do the work requirement is then you can't be necessarily in school or you can't be maybe working on some things like that as you're transition from one job to the next, maybe you're going to take some time off. Um, you've got a little bit of savings. You're not working quite 20 hours a week because you want to better yourself and you're not just go get want- another job and you know, that that's available. 
maybe you had a skill and you got laid off and you don't want to just reenter the workforce, um, you know, at a lower right, level right. than you're, than maybe you're qualified for or trying to be qualified for. You're so maybe provides you flexibility like to, yeah, to, may, maybe that's one yeah, of the maybe. counter arguments. Um, I do know that, you know, people that don't do the work requirement thing can still get three months of food stamps. Um, like every three years or, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So you can kind of get them, but you can't like be on them for a long time unless yeah. you do the work requirement. I've just thought of that. I just, man, like I knew people in college that were on that shit and were just like fucking rolling big on lobster dinners. Like I wasn't eating lobster dinners and my parents paid for all my shit. So I'm like, fuck man. No, like, I'm not, um, you know, like that's the type of thing that I usually have a problem with, but no, I think spending no. more money on, on the right people, like, yeah, people need help. We need to help people out. So they, benefit society like it's not to just give money away to people who don't give yeah, a fuck. i'm not liberal on this right, right i right. do think people take advantage of stuff like that when given the opportunity yeah and so so hopefully this this puts yeah. it towards the, the right people i think but not a soft not a, not a cost saving measure though not a cost saving measure no, no 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 um the third point um was that this bill rescinds 20 billion of the 80 billion in new funding for the IRS that was Fuck passed the IRS <laughs> the the um if you remember the ironically named inflation reduction act <laughs> uh included this 80 billion in new funding for the IRS yeah. and so they have um rescinded 20 billion of that um in this bill however once again like another one of these I'm going to mention um they can like repurpose that spending um, yeah. so it's not necessarily less spending. Um, it's just more spending on what it's less spending on what the Republicans don't want. Sure. And more spending. And on what if they you do want, maybe. add spending somewhere else, that spending normally doesn't go away in the future. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not trying to poo poo. But bill. now we have an unlimited debt ceiling. So thanks McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Number four here. Um, they have they keep using the word clawed back. I keep seeing that. They just keep yeah, that they use that clawed like back. come up with another clawed like back. look up it's, synonyms. It's, yeah, like. it's like rescinded basically or <laughs> rescission. But yeah. anyway, they clawed back like a tiger. Um twenty seven billion in unspent COVID aid uh in this bill. So th- they had, you know, passed a bunch of appropriations for COVID aid to various departments of the federal government. It's sitting there unspent. unspent. We're getting that back right pandemic's over people you give your money up once again though you know those different um offices of the federal government had this money and they weren't necessarily spending it they might eventually have spent it but now you take it back and you use it potentially elsewhere yeah they're they're calling this like appropriation adjustments or something there's these built-in what i'm reading as loopholes they don't say you have to save it where, or pay off your debts with it. Where they, they could say, act, yeah, because this because they still have to pass a funding bill later this year, right? In accordance with these new hard limits on right, spending, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they've got to actually appropriate right. the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they go to try to find places to actually cut or not let expand, they'll be able to use this money that they get from elsewhere to kind of help them not cut as much. I would, I just would think that like so what we're at like. 31.5 trillion maybe maybe that number slightly off by a decimal but i would think that any of these billions that we're clawing back would just be like going at that like we we seem to still never 
give a fuck about paying that off. Like, it's like we just got another credit card, you know? We're just like, ching, ching. Like, we don't care. I feel like you, you oh, we got $27 billion back? That goes at our $31.5 trillion debt. Now we have less debt. It's like... Why aren't we doing that? It's not so dire that we have to, like, pay that down to zero. Like, that's not it's the fake, objective. Right. But we can't continue to add to it because it's not completely fake. You know what I mean? Like we need yeah. to start having some years where In we theory, are though, taking like, you it know? down and not every year adding at a crazy clip that there, we're doing. Maybe there's no problem with it though. You know, like who really knows? It's like this, uh, if we default, like what happens? Like, uh, whatever. I, I, so far I'm, there's been no consequences. I'm pretty confident there are <laughs> dire consequences. At, at some is that point. at like 50 trillion? Is that at a hundred trillion? It, like, it, well, it is at a certain percentage of like GDP and a certain level of interest mm. where so much of it starts going to interest and we start mm-hmm. being able to not be able to afford all yeah. of these things that we're accustomed to. Right. That's when it becomes a problem. We're not like there yet. And so that's why a lot of the politicians until it is sort of maybe there, they're not, right. they're looking for their own political reelection, not the future yeah. of America. So, mm. This is where, you know, someone like DeSantis, um, who says, well, we have this problem with spending, isn't wrong. But when when they were in Congress, acted a certain way. And when you ask DeSantis about what he's going to do with Social Security or other entitlements, which are the only ways we're going to, you know, bring this spending under control, they say, well, we're not going to touch that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... You know, unless you're going to do something major with entitlement, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and defense, the big part of the discretionary spending, then all of this other little nitpicky shit with food like stamps nothing. and stuff or whatever, it doesn't amount to much. Yeah. Just pisses you know, off. We're like, like a trillion or more right. each year past what we bring in. You know, our yearly deficit is like, it's like usually a trillion lately. Or more lately, so but like money. it's commonly a trillion. It's so much. You know how we talk about like uh, like millions are small. Like if we see millions in a reporting, and we talk about it like that's nothing. I feel like that now with billions. Like when we're talking about debt, like the number is trillion. So when you take back twenty seven billion, that is nothing compared to a trillion. Like it takes a thousand that's, billions yeah, to get to a trillion. So twenty seven. What is thousand dollars? What does twenty seven matter? Like who gives a shit? Like it, th- this this means nothing. I mean, it, like it, yeah. And then I you mean, talk, and then you talk about millions. Fuck, you start talking about millions, and that is like absolutely nothing that yeah. is a rounding error no one cares about millions right we hardly care about billions right oh y'all spent six Fuck, million dollars investigating trump it's wild voice of the american <laughs> you know it's like that's like six dollars uh, it's like six yeah six if, if that's, <laughs> yeah man like fuck um, um how do you feel about um like, how do you feel about this? So you, you typically, definitely more so than me, wear the, the left-wing radical cap on our show. <laughs> so, like, you have somebody like uh, Hakeem Jeffries, and he's saying, like, I fully support this with no hesitation, no reservations. I encourage all of the Democrats in the House to approve this. Like, how do you feel about it? from a left perspective do you agree with him do you feel like there's reason some some people on the left are saying like this is atrocious and like we shouldn't be doing this and and the republicans even you prior have been like you know the republicans are holding uh i think the quote is holding 
holding the, the, the country hostage basically with these negotiations. Do you still feel that way after it's wrapped up and we've, we've come to this pretty moderate agreement where like no one's really won anything. Do you still feel like it was a hostage situation and this is terrible for the country or do you feel a little better about it? Yeah. I mean, I still feel like it's like just playing political games. Yeah. But that's what it is. Right. So I don't like that. You don't like good politics. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, got I, don't, I don't really feel like I, I have anything <laughs> like good to say here no 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 I, that's a different yeah yeah no i got you i'm just fucking with you like i feel like that if, if a good politics that has an end you know i don't mind being machiavellian and have it and being like um you know um uh, a means to an ends guy like i i did something a little bit fucked up but I had this goal here at the end of it, which is good for America. That's way worse to me. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? You know, well, this is back on, to the thing where fucking, like, don't, don't, no, 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 no. This is back to the. You're a Trump voter. I'm a Santa's gonna be voter. Don't get righteous on me about politics. You're back to the like, I'm a bad guy, but I was doing it for the people, so it was okay. <laughs> like, you're back to this thing that you're that, on about. That's that's what. <laughs> what politics is at its best oh, you have God. our best presidents like ditch, trump did shit and january 6th <laughs> had to do it people like lincoln said things abe that, slaves <laughs> <laughs> it's a, there's some gray area when it comes to politics it's just i feel like it's the nature of that and so if you're actually having a goal that's just that's not merely you know trying to win re-election and, and trying to say fuck you to the other guy and, and not you know just power that to me i guess is annoying um yeah but yeah i don't back to the what do i no i don't like them doing this i think the democrats would also do it and you know if if the, if the table was on turned, yeah. yeah yeah so you know i'm not Saying oh Republicans are evil and Democrats are, are pure, but I, it is annoying. So you don't to, you don't to, to, to halt, play this whole game. You're not okay with the move anymore. Are you are you at least okay with the outcome? Like it wasn't. Well, I'm glad we we are not gonna default on any of our obligations or promises right. or whatever. That yeah. would have that would have happened if the Republicans were nice though too. So right right. So that so that was gonna happen. I mean, I didn't gain anything. I mean, I don't feel like I lost anything, so I'm okay with it. So you're okay. I guess it's yeah. like, whatever. This was just a, a big exercise in stressing out the American people, get media ratings up. and uh, It was Mac- politics. I think both sides basically won. I don't think anybody well, really Well, McCarthy lost. didn't because he's going to get fucking ousted for sure. He's done. Well, here, here's <laughs> the thing, though. If these so-called populists or these Freedom Caucus folks really cared Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might be talking about how oh they're going to oust him now because it right. only takes one. I don't see that happening. I think that's their stick. What are they going to? That's the things that they say. What, yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, what do they do? So, so say they oust him, they're like, yeah, you know, if this was enough, I'm going to fucking you're out of here. They're back to the same shit that they were back to before, and then they risk what a Democrat. So they would be right. able to oust him because the Democrats would side with them, right? But then we go back to the speakership thing, and they're going to get two eighteen for Hakeem, or not two eighteen, two twelve was it for Jeffries? 
and then we're going to be back to to infighting in the Republican Party. We're going to go back to all that shit again. And right? Then, they don't really have a viable other. And then you risk some of the Republicans being like, you know what, guys, I'm tired of you. And then you get the six jump over, like we talked about, and then you have a Democratic House Speaker. Like right. so, I don't really think. So I don't know that those guys have will as ever much do power, that. Right. But I think McCarthy is shrewd in letting them feel like mm-hmm. they have some. Right. Um, this guy is doing better than I would say most people thought when he McCarthy. Yeah, because it took him so many uh, ballots to be able to become speaker that um, it was like, historic. oh, he's, gonna, he's not going to have any balls. He's not going to be able to do anything. And he's and been like doing just fine. He's been doing pretty good. Yeah. To have gotten that because Biden kept saying. Y'all, y'all got to propose something. I'm not just going to negotiate with nothing. Right. What, what's your alternative? And, and he got, he got it. Done. He got a bill passed. And then he got Biden to the table so and then, negotiated. And so he had to. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's. I guess it's. I guess. I guess in a sense, it's like. Now you're kind of acting like this was good politics. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe I like. <laughs> maybe it. you're maybe back. I like a little, <laughs> maybe you're I back did too. learn something. I learned. Uh, I shared that article with you where technically I think I was wrong when I said that, that happens all the time. Every day. Um, <laughs> when I said that this was money that had already been like approved and appropriated, that's true, but it hadn't all been spent. Right. 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 So yeah. mm-hmm. it hasn't been dispersed yet. Correct. So you are now the Congress. Past Congresses, fuck them. Right. So you could be like, no. So I'm viewing it as more fair. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't mind hardball shit for a reason. Again, this just seems just to be kind of bullshit. And I get annoyed with the Republicans that are all of a sudden, like, we care so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's like, that seems to be your biggest uh, thing is like, you guys are being fucking hypocritical. Like, you don't do anything about it when you're in office. And now here you care. And we're all sitting here like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because it's true, I think, when people say, you know, we can't really tax our way out of this. Spending is fundamentally the problem more than the taxation level. Mm-hmm. However, if Republicans also won't agree to cut things, then you're going to have to increase the taxes in some sense to pay for the shit. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I want to go ahead and be paying for it rather than my kids be fucked in a, in a shamble of a bullshit country. You know what? I know a man who has a solution to your tax problems. And that's my boy DeSantis and his fair tax proposal on our next episode. On the next episode, folks. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) What a a way to end it. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, you got something more? We have a fifth. Oh, that was such a good exit. We have a quick fifth. Fuck me. Okay. This is the five key takeaways of the debt. (laughs) Oh, we're just going to leave on four and see if anyone's counting. (laughs) Um, The fifth is fuck you. The pause in student loan repayments ends at the end of August. The pause in student loan repayments ends at the end of August, unless and until the Supreme Court rules favorably for the borrowers, which is not expected. Which is not expected. Yeah, so I was expecting some big... uh, uh, student debt forgiveness is just canceled. Forget the Supreme Court and all that shit. Like, we're just... It's out. Like... We take it back, and that didn't happen. I was really hoping that Biden was like, oh, "I'm not going to win this anyway." You have it. Well, he had. I think actually, he had already set a deadline. I think of like June 30 that the payments were going to start for the being payments paid to again. start. I mean, for the the fucking borrowing or the the student loan forgiveness. Like everyone gets ten grand in in uh, like that shit. I was hoping that was just going to go away. But oh. but yeah, he did set a deadline for. It. So this, this seems like really- an, it seems like another 
a, a no no win negotiate like i don't know we just all got stressed out or i got stressed out for nothing you were right they fucking found a way <laughs> so they're calling and i mean i mean and they yeah. do it at the very fucking end yeah um, i'd be stressed out the day after for sure like <laughs> until then i'm like whatever I'm, I'm i have to think back like like three years ago four years ago i wouldn't have known any of the shit was going on no idea so i'm like just because i hear about it in the news like nothing bad happened to me then when i had no clue why would I expect anything bad to happen now when I do know about it? You know, so I just kind of operate on the fact that like pretend it's all fine because it's been fine for forever. Yeah. So I think that's all we got. That's good. Yeah. Very factual one. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all stopping by and we'll see y'all next time. Thanks everybody. That's why you listen to Wing Radicals. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying?